You are listening to Grand Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. <laughs> This is the 18th episode of Crent Fresh, the podcast about fresh content and current shit. My name is Ian Sheriff, and I have a Doug score of 81. Ah, my name is Hanko, and I have a Doug score of 72. Uh, it's like a Chevy Ford Equinox Tahoe 3x XD with the four extra wheels. You got a lot of quirks and features up in that uh, chassis of yours. It comes with uh, 16 different bells and whistles, so you can blow them all and make little songs with them. Oh, that's great. I bet it gets great fuel economy with all those bells and whistles weighing it down. No, because like, if you can afford all the bells and whistles, you can, you can you have to afford the fuel. You know, It's like a ode to the burning down the world or something. Oh, is that Pancho Huddy's music? Oh. But oh. I, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, it's me, Alex. I... I had a Dougie score of uh, <laughs> of seventy seven, but it was redacted because of the uh, cup holders in the engine. But I I'm also proud to announce that I'm a seven point one on the Richter scale. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> good times. I'm Fred, and I got a a good score of uh, like seventy. Uh, you know, I got like a Corolla because I had to, the last Corolla had so much change in it. I just like got a couple hundred dollars out of it. But it was weighing the car so, down so much that the tires popped, and it was just like. <laughs> so you had so much change, spare change in your car that you weighed the car down so much that the tires popped. You're it's like, heavy, man. Do you like when you open the car doors? Do you just like a bunch of coins flow out? I'm one of those people that has to go to the gas station every morning and refill their tires. <laughs> you know, like sometimes... it would make sense that you're like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> you are a duck. You know, sometimes you kind of get into an accident. Someone goes, no, I'll pay, I'll pay. And they just like reach into their wallet and start pulling out money. Instead, Fred just pulls out a handful of change. <laughs> He's like, just pulls it out of his bag. Or a sack of like the, the people that bring uh, like bags of pennies to, to like the town center to pay fines and shit. Fred. Yeah, like you end up like, like, yeah, I'll pay for the damages. And you like pay them in pennies like out of the back of your car. <laughs> the you back can of my keep truck. the change. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys have known there's a uh, disease going around the world right now it's called coronavirus it's a a very tasty brew but a very ugly disease spicy and uh it's kind of reminiscent of a an old disease we used to know back in europe uh where i'm from called That's black right. death it's the bubonic plague <laughs> yes so da, da. We're, we're talking plague doctors we're talking um rats i had some experience uh, with his cousin the, the norovirus That's what knocked me out yeah, yeah, that's what put you into sicko mode. It, I was, so, it was, it ain't nothing to be fucked with. It. And that was just like the little tiny version of it. I don't even know what like coronavirus is like. It's gonna be a little hat, a little halo or something. Man, everyone's getting sick. It's just like the world's getting taken over by plagues. Plagues of the mind, plagues of the skin. So I got a quiz for us. It's from Quizney.com. And this is one of Quizney's official community quizzes. And this one is called, Would You Have Survived Black Death? So, wow. very first question How old are you? And uh, I think Nine. it's very obvious we uh, fall neatly into the 18 to 35-year-old bracket. Oh, of course, yeah. Except for Hank. Yeah. Yes. Give it's that the selection. Old. He's an old man. <laughs> I'm an old-timer. I'm a boomer. Uh, where do you live? In the countryside? In a small town? In a suburban area? Or in a big city? Oh. Suburban. Suburban area. Suburbanish. Yeah. Suburb, the burbish. How many people do you live with? I live alone. One, two, or three plus. Probably three plus. I mean, we do all live plus. together in the Krent House suite. We do sleep in the recording studio. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there are four of us. It's perched the top so, yeah. of the Empire State Building. I mean, you should be able to survive Black Death better, like with a lot more numbers, right? Yeah, one of us. Yeah, each one of us can fight him, and like somebody can hold him down. It's more likely to survive. Yeah, the odds are going to be ever in our favor. Uh, do you have pets? And uh, I would say we do. We have the yak. Yeah, oh, we we um, have so many pets. Yeah. Too many, actually. We have the 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 Moggy. We got the Moggy. We got the Yak. We got the uh, the Bulls. Uh, we got Moudini. We got oh yeah. Oh got... Moudini. We've got a collection of, of cool animals, so I'll say yeah. Do you have an active religious life? 
Yes, I frequent religious institutions. Yes, but I do not frequent religious institutions. <laughs> no, I do not profess any religion. What is our unified? Like, what is our unified religious belief? Uh, Krent is unaf- Krent is unaffiliated. Mm. All right, so, just, we, so we don't profess any religion. Yeah. yeah, except for the school of hard knocks. Is that a religion? Yeah. No, for sure. Do you consider yourself in good health? Yes, more or less, or no? <laughs> uh, I'd say yes yeah. for all of us. We're all young and able bodies. Yeah. No. Not in great health. How are your cleaning habits? Rigorous. I'm a germaphobe. Regular or terrible. I need to improve in that area. <laughs> oh, terrible. Definitely regular. Terrible. regular. Uh, I, th- I think we need to improve in this area. I mean, I'm pretty pretty tidy. Yeah. I mean, the beer beans, though, smelled like trash. You're so right. It's kind of hard to get that stink <laughs> out of the curtains. It just it feels dirty. We haven't let the yak out in ages. Well, because the yeah. sun's been cooking them. All too. the methane. Nobody yeah. did if they later. were right on the windowsill. Yeah, the beans were cooking in the windowsill for most of the week. <laughs> the so. beer beans and, and the cocaine boards smell like shit. Yeah. We were trying <laughs> to cook those though. How do you like your doors and windows? <laughs> Medium rare. <laughs> uh, with a window in them. Uh, doors and windows always closed. Doors closed and windows opened. Doors and windows open most of the time. Notice how there's no doors open and windows closed option. Wait, what? <laughs> they don't reverse it? No, they don't reverse it for us. They only give us three of the possible four permutations. I think they are. Huh. Or actually, no doors and no windows would be another one, and they don't have that either. <laughs> you just don't... It's just an enclosed building with no doors and no windows? Let's just say we like to have the doors t- closed and the windows open. Yep. If you know what I mean. If you, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, how often do you get sick? Once every two years, once a year, twice a year, three times a year, or more than three times a year? More than once three times every a year. fortnight. The moon, new moon rotation. I remember we were sick for a whole winter playing Fortnite. Yeah, no, yeah. I... That, that was when it first came out, wasn't it? Yeah, it first came out. It was the, that glorious time when you could just hide in the bush <laughs> and win. <laughs> and now you can become the bush and lose. Yeah. Well, now the second you shoot at somebody, a skyscraper spawns. Do you hear there's like, like uh, there's like a new rule that says you can't like hop around after a kill like it's considered bad sportsmanship it can get you, you like get, you get from banned yeah. you can get like no banned. hopping no hopping here it's like come no on, no like, crouching and standing over and over again the best is when in those games like they have a teabagging penalty like I think TF2 there were some servers that were like if you no teabag be like no teabag there was an admin specifically watching over the server just like banning people that teabagged. I can't think of anything more lame than like... Imagine uh, being at your job. Imagine... Well, it's not even a job because you don't get paid. Just being oh your God. obligation, like your yeah. moral You're just doing quote. volunteer work. Yeah, but you're, oh, not, yeah. but you're volunteering for nothing. Because the game would probably still exist without your help. cause to volunteer for. Oftentimes... I don't find myself getting sick very often. I got a flu shot, so I don't think I'm going to go sicko mode anytime soon. So, I got all the shots. Like a light. I've never been sick like a light Travis before. Scott. I think me, Scott. I think Hank, uh, Fred, and I listened to that song about uh, three times a week for a while. More than that, <laughs> you know, it was a throwback. Uh, bitch, you guessed it. Yeah, I that, to that was, one the other day. Uh, that was ROG. You was motherfucking right. <laughs> That's one of the greatest videos of all time too. Because I can't tell if it's like sanctioned or unsanctioned. <laughs> They're like in a Holiday Inn, just like dancing around in the hallway. It's in some weird uh, gray area of. Uh, <laughs> There's like security consent. guards just standing around. So like I don't know if maybe they just gave them ten bucks and were like, "Can we dance around in the hallways?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a great video. So. How often do you get sick? Once every two years, once a year, twice a year, three times a year, more than three times a year. Um, I'd say like once or twice a year. That's let's go, let's go twice. Well, let's are we going about like feeling bad or getting a fever? Like, I think every fever? every time you feel bad, you are sick. Anytime yeah. you're like you so, know like, like couch or bedridden, something like that. You know, yeah, you're okay. just like yeah. I mean, whenever you're riding the couch. My yeah. nose is like almost always stuffy during the winter. Yeah. Do my eyes are almost always? Oh, but are you down like, with the sickness? That as well. Yeah, I could get down with the sickness. Let's do it twice a year. Yeah. Do you frequent public places? Yes, yes. no, or only if necessary? <laughs> I, I'd say yes. I don't know, maybe only if necessary. 100. We got a verdict. Uh, we would have died. We would have gotten the flu. <laughs> yes, I forgot so, that we were taking the quiz for the plague. Yeah, so um, it turns out... Uh, it's like, I go out all the time. I don't understand how this will affect me in any way. <laughs> so, uh, very interestingly, uh, there were only two results... For this, which means that we are the second person to ever take this quiz. Oh. <laughs> the oh. other person who took this quiz would have lived. Wow. Oh. Uh, so. Well, uh, they, shout out to you. Um, they let us into your enclave. Yeah, the lone survivor. You're they put in wrong answers. They fantastic. were trying to live. So I got a new friend for you guys. Uh, this is a record-breaking man. 
Uh, so this guy broke his own record for sitting in a barrel at the top of a pole. Wow. Wow. Imagine balancing up there. Yeah. So like a, a very famous world record uh, barrel pole guy. Whoever can live in the barrel long enough uh, wins. Wow. Let me just read this story. So it, this is a story from Sky News. Uh, Vernon Kruger has been in a barrel at the top of a pole for more than two months, breaking the record he set oh in 1997. So I'll show you a picture what? of him and his little barrel. Looks like he's got a grill uh, oh. up there so he can stay fed and wow. healthy. Looks like a that happy really lad cool, up there. Yeah. Does he have people feeding him? Like, Does he have a pulley system? Yeah, on the other side of it, there's a pulley system that he uses to hoist food up. And apparently he has a personal trainer that he does squats with every day. And the guy <laughs> stands on the ground and shouts to him. <laughs> How tall is the pole? Uh, the pole is, I think that's probably mentioned in here. Yeah, he's currently 80 feet in the air in a barrel Jeez. where he's been for about two months. Okay. So Wait, is he balancing or is yeah, I was gonna say, secured? If he has a grill on it, it's, it's secured. secured. <laughs> uh, here's another picture of the top of it. You can just see it's kind of a, a bird's eye view shot of the top. Wait, how long do you wow. live in that bucket? Uh, he's been there for two months, but two he's still there. Two months. He's to this day. He's still there. He's still there because he broke his previous record, but he's still not done breaking the record. Oh my god. He just sits there all day doing squats this and is... growing food. <laughs> he's gonna go down with in like the sun. Paul Bunyan. And uh, Mr. Peanut. Oh, yeah, Mr. Peanut. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rip peanuts. Dude, isn't it kind of weird, though, that we were essentially eating him? Yeah, the whole time. We were slowly killing Mr. Peanut. (laughs) Well, we were eating his race. I mean, I think Mr. Peanut is the only sentient peanut. Like, I think he kind of represents them, but like. He's like, don't even. Wait, so were the rest of the peanuts his children? No, no. Oh, I think no. he was just—he was the one that was blessed by some sort of, some sort of sentience. All, almighty might. Yeah, the, the finger of God might. came down and poked him right in the forehead. I can't—I can't believe he died so quickly. Yeah, it was, he was so just, long. He was here one day and then he was just gone. I hate it when that happens to my favorite uh, food mascots. Tony the Tiger has retreated to his bunker. Captain Crunch wasn't even a captain. Lucky the Leprechaun went back to Ireland. Yeah. Actually, when uh, Mr. Peanut first debuted, yeah, Captain Crunch wasn't even a captain. He was, uh, he was like just a, he was a he, colonel. He was, he was private. He, yeah, private. <laughs> private, private Crunch. crunch. <laughs> <laughs> From his barrel in Dahlstrom, South Africa, he said, I can just curl up in a fetal position, so I do wake up with aches and pains. He added, it's amazing how the body adapts. For the first week was the worst, but after that, I got into a routine. I actually sleep these days. Not like I would in a bed, but I do get a few hours of sleep every night. Why is he this little barrel man? <laughs> why, is, why is he doing this to himself? To what, break what his own his, record. Like, imagine his family. <laughs> He's going it's to like, live in the barrel. Hey, bye guys. I'm going to go sit in this barrel. Daddy, They're, I miss like, you. Why like, do you need to go sit in the barrel? 80 feet in the air. He'd be like, I'll still get to see you. And he's like looking down from the top of the barrel. He's like, hey, trying, how was school today? They're trying to play catch and the kid can't even throw away. <laughs> so, <laughs> the kid's like getting absolutely like clobbered. They have to use the pulley system to play catch. <laughs> He says the barrel is small, but one of the requirements is that it has to be a certain size, so I'm limited in the space. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to imagine somebody depressingly, like, just sending a ball down on Coley, and then the son taking it out. He catches he just, it in a baseball mitt, and he throws and he it to just, himself for a second. He just takes it out and puts it back in, and puts it, like, sends it out. Well, maybe the dad uh, drops it from the top, and, and then the kid just sends it back up. I'm sure he's sending back up a dad of the year mug. <laughs> Answering the question on everybody's mind about how he manages bodily functions, he said, Everything comes up by bucket, and I have a ground crew below. Restaurants are providing me with food, so I have different food. Who agreed to be his poop crew? (laughs) Wait a second. Does yeah, he just pee up he the top the bathroom? Of the... No, yeah. It'd be really funny if he's just like drizzling on everybody from like <laughs> above at eighty feet. Like his ground crew is there, and he's just like, <laughs> he's just, like <laughs> people agreed to be the poop crew. That's insane. They're dude. like trying to catch it in a little bucket. It's like he's an <laughs> elephant in a parade or something. Thirty degrees or higher. Like, I wonder if he's like very nice about it, or if it's like chamber pot style, where he's just jumping it off of the eighty foot tower. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Stay away from the barrel today. I love you. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the pole just stinks. Like, you were one of the good ones. Well, yeah, he, he's just dumping it out, and everyone has to walk up to the pole to give him food. I'm honestly surprised, like, no one comes over there to threaten him with, like, an axe. Like, to just wave an axe at him while he's up on the I, top of the pole. I will chop your pole down. He says, It all comes up by bucket and down again. My bedding, too. 
So he might he might also he be pooping the bed. Sheets from up there. Or he's wearing diapers. That could be another option. And he just sends the dirty diaper down. <laughs> yeah, that might be the easiest option, honestly. Does he ever address why he's doing this? Uh, to break his previous world so, record. But who knows why he initially why broke he did it the that, first Why time, he yeah. initially set the record. What would cause a man to do such a thing? I wonder if there was a previous record that was like 10 days or something stupid. And the guy was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. And this guy's like, I can do two months. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he says that it is quite high and he had to go up by helicopter. And he'll probably have to come down the same way. Okay, that was going to be my next question is how, how he got up there. Uh, so here's another picture. Uh, this is lightning striking all around the 80-foot pole that's in the oh middle of an god. open field. Oh god, yeah. And the uh, the caption on that image says, The barrel has scorch marks from lightning. Holy shit. What so, happens when he's inside? He must curl up in there. Yeah, he's curled up inside, getting struck by lightning and shit. <laughs> does the barrel have, like, metal banding on it? Uh, yeah, it looks like it does. Jesus. I mean, it uh, doesn't matter that much. But... He's ready to go down with the ship. That's crazy. <laughs> Asked what advice he would pass on to anyone thinking of taking on this record, he said, I think people must be mentally prepared. Previous time, I was much younger, and it was more of a physical problem, but this time it's a mental challenge. Once you are up, you cannot go down, and you are not allowed to have any visitors. He no went, visitors? Wait, then what does his, I guess his crew just, just doesn't classify as a visitor? No, it's a pulley system. It's a pulley system. He can't have anyone up in the barrel with him. Oh, oh, visitors as oh, in, like, inside the barrel. Yeah, yeah, he can't have a conjugal visit with his wife inside the barrel. <laughs> but it is funny that he can shout down to people. <laughs> yeah. He admitted earlier in the challenge it was an anticlimax, with his wife and children staying at home on the other side of South Africa. So they didn't even come out to see him break the record. That's how little this family gives a shit about this guy's uh, barrel challenge. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Times reports that his wife is not very supportive at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Organizer Fiona Jones told The Guardian, Vernon is not coming down when he breaks his record. He's going to stay a little longer. So maybe this guy's just running away from his wife. Honestly. He's up 80 feet in the air in a barrel. Like, this is the opposite of a man cave. It's a man's nest. He can't even <laughs> watch the big game up there. Yeah, what's he going to do? Actually, he probably has a bird's eye view nest. of the big game. Does he have, like, people in planes with the banners driving by so that, like, they can give him news and stuff? <laughs> That's how they give him care packages like that. <laughs> I'm sure he's just sitting up there on his phone all day. Well, yeah. How does he entertain himself? I mean, no one can see in the barrel. He he sings a <laughs> jolly song. <laughs> yeah, he so said he sleeps like four hours a night. So for 21 hours of the day, he's just singing a song. That's all I got for that one. Hank, do you got anything for us? Yep. So we're going to, we're going to Pennsylvania. Federal court has pulled the plug on a Pennsylvania's man's claims that his civil rights were violated when he was muted in an online video game. What? Yep. Oh, what? Oh, we will find sooner. They do not specify what game, but they give us a couple Oh, that's boring. So the ruling by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit should deactivate the latest lawsuit filed by serial litigator Amaro Elznari of Exton. Which, like, sounds like a kind of like a fantasy guy name. Exton. Like he's an elf or something. Serial litigator is an awesome job title. <laughs> yeah. So this time, he claimed that his largely handwritten lawsuit that Jagex Incorporated, based in the United Kingdom... I wonder what came... (laughs) ...and several Chinese firms violated his rights to free speech and due process when he was muted in an unnamed multiplayer game in March 2019. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. He claimed he spent 2,000 hours invested in the game and was booted when Jagex denied his appeal of the muting without telling him... uh, when, When Jagex denied the appeal of the muting without telling him why he contended. As, I'm sorry, that was a weird essence. Um, whatever the jury sees fit. The, UA, the U.S. District Judge, Mark A. Keery, allowed that Insnari to pursue the case as a pauper and then prominently dismissed the, the suit on grounds that he actually really hadn't made any constitutional claims. And that's uh, when he appealed to the Supreme Court, no, the Circuit Court. And the judges, they didn't buy his claim that he had been subjected to unfair and unequal treatment for being muted in this game. Yeah, this guy's dumb. So he was like, hey, courts, give me money, because I... I, I he was like, I have a court man. claim, because I wasn't allowed to talk on some stupid site, because all he does is shit post in real life. <laughs> I was slighted. As we all know, um, Benjamin Franklin was really into RuneScape. And he's like, you have a co- you have a constitutional right to, to bant with the boys on RuneScape. <laughs> yes, yeah, my rights should not be encroached upon. What's like the worst game to get muted in? Like, what would be like the most embarrassing game to get muted in? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it'd be RuneScape or VR Chat. 
Oh my god. Well, no, I feel like that happens quite frequently, though. Whereas, like, yeah. how the hell do you get muted in RuneScape? Get, like, getting muted in Red Dead 2. <laughs> do you remember Uno for Xbox Live, how it would let you use the camera? What? Really? Do you remember that? There was an Xbox Live Uno game that you you could use the Xbox Live Vision camera and you could broadcast yourself to the other people you were playing Uno with. Which presents all the same problems as Omegle. Yes. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, it does. And I remember hearing just like crazy things about people like, they'd be like, oh my god, my friends were messing around and I got my account deleted. How do I get back on Xbox? Like, dude, you showed your junk to a bunch of people on Uno. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Or maybe his friends showed a bunch of their junks to people on Uno. You never know. Oh, yeah. The first uh, chat roulette. Got yeah. anything for us, Alex? You know, my new friend, he's several millennia old. Um, he's wrapped up all cozy-like. That's good. Santa. And he, he just had his larynx electronically recreated thanks to the wonders of 3D printing. That's right. It's the ancient Egyptian priest. Nez Yamin. Oh, Yo, yeah. I'm such a big fan of his work. Such a big ya- Yamin head. Nez I Yamin. know him. Yeah, my Yamin boy. All right. <laughs> so researchers say they've used 3D models to recreate his voice, resulting in a vowel sound somewhere between eh and eh. Eh? Yeah. Eh and eh. It's a very, a very yeah. subtle difference between those two. You know, like, like imagine like bed and bat, like eh or eh. Mm. You know. So they now he can speak again. Yeah, he can now say a vowel sound somewhere between eh and ah. Eh. That's a uh, really cool. I don't understand That's how right. it works or why. The dead speaks again. It's Nezyamin. Nez- he can say eh. Dude, I can't wait till his next album. Eh. <laughs> Nezyamin presents. But yeah, so um, they have his body, and they were able to, you know, recreate his larynx, and they have, you know, a little bit of tongue bits left there, some little little tongue portions. Oh, cool! And they were able to, you know, use that to like physiologically simulate his voice, and um, they kind of like spat out that. And they said, um, due to the like sort of shitty state of his um, tongue. They likely won't be able to recreate more than just like random vowel sounds, but in the future, they will be able to recreate the voices of dead people. When you die, what wow. sound do you think they're gonna have you make? It's, oh, I'm just gonna make the ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's gonna be like ooh, ah. <laughs> I'm gonna be whistling for sure. Yeah, it's just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not whistling into the microphone. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Like, what if um. I don't know. Like, what if George Washington sounds like a bitch? What if you, like, took... Well, this is a very interesting thought experiment. What if you took the 3D model of um, Nez Yaman's uh, tongue and you put it in George Washington's mouth? <laughs> and he died in Jerry's <laughs> What would he sound like? Dude, Ch- I feel like the he child of history. Like and no one's around to hear it. What would it sound like? <laughs> like, um, what if you took uh, Abraham Lincoln's vocal cords and you put them in Marie Antoinette's mouth? In, yeah. in like 50 years, there's going to be kids in like computer class slacking off by like, oh, I wonder if uh, what it would sound like if Mr. Peanut had Harambe's larynx. <laughs> 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 or you put on your prosthetic tongue so you can talk like. Uh, you can talk like Harambe. Yeah. So you too can talk like Harambe <laughs> or Scooby Doo, <laughs> Ryan Ruggerly. <laughs> You'll be ruggling with the rest of them. That's great. But yeah, so uh, look out for that Nez Yaman mixtape once I recreate his voice. And I've just recreated uh, Fred's voice larynx. Voice? So uh, Fred, make your sounds. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> um. So we got a new. We got a new thing. A new thing. Um, it's called an Osidax. This sounds like a fresh off the assembly line, but I don't no, no, know no. it. No, no, no. This is a new, new bone-eating uh, life form. Oh, <laughs> it's interesting. Natural. It's called an Osidax. That's its genus. You know, I was kind of bored of all the other bone-eating life forms, so <laughs> I'm glad there's something new on the field. That's right. Sorry, shingles. <laughs> They're coming at you. Coming from the the Gulf of Mexico. For the first time ever, it's a new species of them. A bunch of researchers gathered up three carcasses from uh, humanely uh, euthanization population control of alligators into the Gulf of Mexico, tied them up to harnesses with cameras on them. One of them actually 
was carried off by an unseen predator. And that was like 80 pounds of, of equipment. So that's got to be like a giant squid or something. That, that's a big boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you say oh. bone-eating bacteria? Bone-eating life, uh, life form. Oh, so it's just a... It's a worm. It's a mega amoeba. Is it a big worm that lives in the Pacific, in the Gulf of Mexico? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? The worm! That's, no. That is the premise of a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> I mean, and a Spongebob episode. <laughs> the, well, that's yeah, Alaska. The, that's oh, the, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like if the Gulf of Mexico is a bottle of tequila, like this is the worm. El Wormadore. <laughs> so yeah, the, Hor- the f- horrible <laughs> attempt at anything there. That so was the, Italian. So the third yeah. one was carried off by a giant unknown sea creature. Second one was, uh, you know, so there's like little roly-poly bugs that you find up here. Yeah, everyone knows what they are. And there are giant football-sized versions of those at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. What? <laughs> Imagine Pillbog, if they tra- Pillbog places. isopods. Yeah, they can isopods. have a little snack. Yeah, they can they have, have a lot of just snacks. just as a treat. I, isopod can have little uh, alligator raft of carcasses <laughs> as a treat. a treat, and the bunch of them just like ate the alligator slowly from the inside out, um, and eventually just got so like gorged on it they couldn't even move. So they were like trying to swim, and they were just like sink back down to the floor immediately. Oh, those poor little things at the bottom of the ocean. There, they don't know any better. It was devoured from down to skull and spine after fifty-one days. And it's then, a long time. They, yeah. they weren't working at their full capacity. Yeah. I like how they ate the arms, but they're like spine. <laughs> Not good enough. And the legs, yeah. Um, and they found after 51 days a like a little brown fuzz, and those were our friends, the Osidax. Wait, it's a little brown fuzz. Little little brown fuzz covering the bones, and like that's what it looks like. The Osidax on a non-microscopic level. The Osidax seems to be the MacGuffin from the new Matrix movie. All right, maybe I misunderstood the whole article, but I feel like I've gone through a roller coaster of what this article is talking about. <laughs> Like, well, f- first because, I thought yeah. it was a giant worm had eaten, like, the whole raft <laughs> of uh, alligators. And now... No, but then the giant worm was eaten by the little Ostax. Yeah, I was like, I had this whole crazy, uh, like, head cannon. <laughs> like, the, these the guys were down two kilometers down on the Gulf of Mexico, 6,600 feet. I have no idea what that means. So, but, uh, yeah, they call them Gator Falls, like... Avalanches like waterfalls of food coming from the surface. Oh my god! Down but it's like, like an avalanche of meat. Yeah, just to chill on the bottom of the ocean. It's just alligators. It's exclusively <laughs> alligators. Is there like an undersea cliff that they're just shoving alligators off of? <laughs> the Darby oh, Gator Gorge. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, be traveling over Gator Gorge. Take off the eye patch. Deep cut. Uh, Hank, you got a confection for us this week? Dun, 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 dun. It's the confection. But have confection erection. Choose your very robust Whoa, sound. What? Uh, oh, oh! I hear oh. clacking. It's an avalanche. Clack of the clack. It's a meat avalanche. There's more than one of them. It's whatever a meat they are. avalanche. Multiple pieces and parts. All right. I don't know why I said that. Next, I'm gonna. Do you mind if I open this bad boy? No, you can't. You may not actually. Okay. <laughs> It's forbidden. It's, it is Hank's confectionery. You can't yeah. actually look at it. <laughs> He's yeah. like, no. While we're eating it. No, yeah. I'm sorry. We have to that. close our eyes There's while we're eating it. There's reasons. But I have <gasps> eggs. Oh. I have many, many eggs. It's the Cadbury. Wait, no, it's not Cadbury. It's not Cadbury. No, My, it's Cadbury. <laughs> yes, it, it is Cadbury. Is. They say Cadbury on them. My, uh, I'm going to have a really biased opinion about this. Yep. Just so you guys know. Uh, I'm emotionally attached to these. So everybody knows uh, Cadbury cream eggs. If you don't... Um, it's the one with a lion says meow really loud <laughs> yeah. in the commercial. You like, eat my cream eggs. <laughs> yeah, so these are in a uh, delightfully hard to unpackage uh, <laughs> uh, aluminum covering. They're very, they're fairly the real, large. The yeah. my, the mine foil. sprouted my, I'm out of leak. Very, it's very sticky. I feel like I'm already a mess. Like I need to wash my hands or something. They're uh, not even trying to hide the fact that it's two halves just smushed together with a bunch of cream on the inside. Yeah, the packaging uh, is just three colors. It doesn't really say much. These are individually sold, Hank. Right? I yes. see a barcode on them. It is red, very blue, and red, blue, and green. It's very retail. The spectrum. Like, All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack into this bad boy. Oh, oh, bottom or top? I'm gonna go top. I want <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm, I already don't like these. <laughs> it got fucking everywhere. It's in your beard. Oh, Dude, no. I have to leave. You guys need to cover. <laughs> All right. So, um, very just poor, bad, mediocre Ian. Um, <laughs> he was unable to control the blast from this Cadbury egg. 
but um, Chad, Hank, and Fred, and myself, uh, you know, we were able to control we, this explosion. We know um, what we're doing because we've had these before. But yeah, very well, tasty. Um, very wet. A little, a little mm-hmm. wetter than I would expect. Um, you know, so soggy. Gooey they don't, they don't, high. They if don't you, mix with each other, so the inside stays a little liquidy mess. If I were to look, there's one part that's solid orange, yep. one part that's liquid soup orange, and then just whipped cream. Yeah, whipped cream. And it looks kind of like yolk, like cottage like. cheese a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, like Which they were trying to recreate an egg. There is a shell here, and then there is some sort of soupiness on the inside. Yolk. Oh, it is kind egg. of a yolk. I'm also back, by that. the way. It has a milk of cream. Are you gonna defend yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna defend myself. <laughs> I was trying to expose the inside so I could talk about it, but instead it decided to spew everywhere. These are not bite-sized candies. <laughs> you not put the whole thing in your mouth. Did you try to do that? No, but that, that's what's upsetting. Is like, no, no, no. oh, see, Trump spoiled himself. <laughs> He's got some spoilers. I actually didn't see it, so we're fine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I think there there's a part two. I think he Hank is keeping it. it secret on uh, us. Oh, what's this? Uh, oh, amusings. Two no, course, we got review for Two course time. confection. Oh, and two. <laughs> that's great. It's <laughs> Italian style. Yeah. Like the the oh, actually, the, the orange part is supposed to be the yolk. Yeah. Like just coloring wise, I will say it's very sweet in kind of a nice way, mm-hmm. but. It's a little I mean, too wet. The chocolate's good, but it's just weird. It's like kind of like pudding inside of a chocolate. And it's like, why would you be like, oh, everybody... You know what everybody loves about eggs? The consistency. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite part of the egg is how runny it is when it comes out of the Imagine shop. if you made one of these, but with an actual raw egg inside. <laughs> so this is the second egg-based candy we've had so far. Oh. oh, it's better than the first one, for sure. 100%. Completely disagree. Mm. Where's my toy? I want my fucking toy. <laughs> Actually, I still have the toy. It's uh, right behind Hank. Little, it's been uh, cooking. It's been oh, cooking on the windowsill next powering, to the beer beans. Oh, what's his, Ant-Man? Ant, your little Ant-Man? Yeah. Yeah, that was those are good. I, actually, I think that's a good comparison for these mm. because the Kinder Eggs also had a cream yeah, that they came had with that them. Wetness. They had, yeah, they that, had a crunch that cream though. was so much better. They had those crunch balls. Those so those these actually different. like mm. I feel kind of gross after eating a Cadbury cream egg. Like, like it feels like there's too much like. For what it is, there's too much of it. Oh, it's very goopy. Mm. I feel like it's, it's stuck in my throat, and I'm like, ugh, so sticky. <clears throat> I got the goop. I, I give it a two. Not very good. Oh, but wow. I also kind of like it. I'd probably eat them again and feel bad again. Mm. I'm on I'm on uh, two as well. I get a little nostalgic for these around Easter. Yeah. But then I usually have one, and then I don't ever think about it again until a little the next Cadbury year. egg is That's a treat. Fair. So I'm That's com- honestly fair. I'm going again. against the paradigm here. I'm going to give this a four. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I think um, this is a very above average candy. Um, You're kind of a creamy egg guy. No, well, I mean, well, first of all, I'm a chocolate guy, and like the thing with chocolate is you, you don't just want a chocolate bar. You want a little bit of ingenuity. You want some novelty. And the fact, that, like, I really like the idea that this is trying to recreate the texture of an egg. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit gross, but like you know, that's nope. pretty baller. Not many other candies are willing to uh, approximate. It's ballsy. Like that. It's yeah. ballsy. And, you know, it has that novelty factor, and it pulls it off because I think the contents of, you know, the quote-unquote yolk are tasty. I think it complements the chocolate. And, like, I think everything that's trying to pull off it does well in a way that's, like, very palatable. So I'm definitely giving this a four. I'm going to have to stay on this side of the of the, the scale here, the scale of the judge. Um, I'm going to give it a four as well. Oh, really? <clears throat> so not only do I have a nostalgic... Uh, connection to this because I would disappear at like family parties at Easter behind a couch and just like people would find me with Cadbury eggs <laughs> just like eating them um, not just hoarding them there was just super putting origin story so was eating them. all the, the yum yums at the party <laughs> but I'm also a huge fan of not only lint chocolate like those capsules lint oh, chocolate those like, the truffles excuse so me truffles there's those little capsules of like stuff so, well so yes but I'm also a fan of Three Musketeers and Milky Way, caramel, nougat, no, no, not nougat, um, like whipped, nougat. whipped no, stuff, n- like whipped cream. There's Milky Way's got nougat. Yeah, oh yeah, I meant like, but this doesn't have nougat. And I call so it like, nougat. Yeah. Um, so like, this is honestly just a beautiful combination of all of the things I love about this side of candy, chocolate, savory. Okay. Yeah, Four. yeah, Four. yeah, I'm Fred's hype man right now. <laughs> yeah. I got a bi- I got a big novelty <laughs> clock around my neck, and I'm agreeing with him. Yeah, and you uh, joined up with a band called Public Enemy <laughs> to record a, a song. Yeah, bass. <laughs> you got another one for us, Hank? So, okay, I've got. This is a rare occurrence. We usually don't get double treated. 
So this Double one, time now. this one's gonna be a little bit unconventional. Dun, 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 oh, it's dun, small. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, he's putting it inside of the. Oh, duct now he's tape. covering it up so no one can see. He's, it's on the <laughs> table, but you well can't see it, yet. it out of the box. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's so, still in the box to us. Dun, dun, dun. I can't see it. More Toffic. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. Oh, it's the yeah. ancient oh, ruined Toffic. So, yes. I, but I there's all. Two. All right. So we have through. to split them in half. So, but I do Quarter to each. I mean, a half to each. I did bring the regular Toffics. So, there's like, that's like a little bonus candy. But we have to do like some sort of like well, battle. We gotta get a, a knife and a and Honestly, a who, who liked the Toffics the most? Who gave the Toffics the highest reviews? Do you remember? I gave it a five. All right. I? So, Trop gets one. All right, I need to try. Oh the come on! Topics. I'm not. I don't want to review the other topics so, again. I Hank. I Hank so automatically. Fred. Okay. Oh wow. Because Fred was cheated out of the cola one. That's true. And well, I'm gonna eat the cola. Yeah, there was also the blueberry one ones. though. So, are there blueberry ones in this one? There are. You yeah. can have that one. We can have them at the break. I don't yeah. want a double review. Okay. Yeah. No, but that was so, just a little. I I want to get a mini review of the lemon. So we're finishing, finally, our review of the topics. Completely. Lemon lemon flavor topics. It's interesting after having the chocolate in my mouth now to sweet right. and sour, but we'll see. So, right away, I'm definitely getting that same flavor that you would get in, like, a lemon, slushy, mm. Italian ice, something like that. Um, citrusy. And, you know, I I think it's a little bit better here because this is a nice, chewy, palatable candy. And it's, you know, with, an, with the slushy or something, it's very cold, very abrasive. This is, like, you know, warm, gentle lemon. Mm. <laughs> It washes Very over. kind lemon. Yeah. It washes Very... over your face. Just yeah. Mm. So scores the same roughly, not impacting your your overall scores. Yeah, I I mean th I gave it a five before, and this is definitely not detracting from it. If That's I had point. given it below a four before, I think I may have given it like a three and a half or something. I, I'm gonna no, really. I'm gonna bump it up to a four. If if I had, I forget. I'm not entirely sure, but All right. because the lemon rounds it out, honestly. So big, big thanks to Toffix for finally pulling through for us, and big thanks to Hank for hunting these down. Mm. Yep, and a cola one for the Fred. The cola, for good measure. The cola. All right, so All right. we're gonna keep eating these Toffix, yep. but uh, Cadbury cream eggs—they're they're mixed, mixed bag, mixed yeah. bag. Yeah, bag of <laughs> half mixed and half. Bag of who knows what's in there? It's like a gallon and a half and a half. All right, we will catch you on the other side of this break. Peace. Peace. Something more cuddly, yeah. Bigger, <laughs> friendlier, maybe. Thank you, not quite what we had in mind, yes. Everyone wants to be the Cadbury Bunny, cause only he brings Cadbury cream eggs with their delicious milk chocolate outside and creamy filling. While others may keep trying, there's only one Cadbury Bunny and no bunny knows Easter better than him. There's the Cadbury's cream egg, and the caramel egg, and the Cadbury's chocolate cream egg. But, but, but. All with delicious creamy fillings. I love these eggs. No bunny knows Easter better than Cadbury's. And we're back, and on to our next segment, fresh off the assembly line. Plink, 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 plink. <laughs> Machine. Yes, it's fresh off the assembly line where we discuss products that are currently floating in the Atlantic Ocean in a giant pile and uh, creating new microbiomes. Very interesting. So I have a product for us this week. It's called Beer Stick Beer Bong Syringe College Gift Party Tool. Perfect for bachelor and bachelorette parties. So this is a product. It is literally exactly what it is advertised as. It well, is shoot a... me up and call me Beer Bong. <laughs> yep. I love when I go to the doctor and they're like, we gotta shoot you up. With, with a beer bottle. That's how the doctor always introduces a vaccine to me. Is he says, time to shoot up. And I just become the disease. You become the vaccine. Everybody knows this. <laughs> yeah, so when you inject a beer bong, you become the beer bong. Yeah, it actually inoculates you against beer, so you never get drunk ever again. The beer stick. Beer stick beer pong syringe is perfect for outdoor and indoor parties. Perfect gift for your friends. Adult accessory for tailgate. A great addition to bachelor parties. And the tube fits in a backpack. Wow, you can sneak it in very stealthy. So it really is made for the college student on the go. Oh yeah. So this uh, product is normally uh, bought with a alcohol gun. Replace the shot glass with a shotgun. Load your favorite alcohol. Aim, shoot. That's right. You're gonna take a. You're gonna a, take aim at a fifty cal buck slug of uh, vodka right up 
the the butthole right up yep. the shoot. That's Eight. right. We're trying. Do you like squirt gun fights where you're just like both shooting like beer at each other? That would be such a waste. Yeah, that would You'd be have like catching your mouth and be like. <laughs> I think every self-respecting frat boy would never, not even think of that. I would. Well, yeah, because you have to shoot and catch at the same time. Yep. It could be a fun party game. <laughs> so, uh, beer stick. We strive to make your night one to remember or not remember. <laughs> Get it. This newly designed beer bong will help you chug up to 24 ounces of your favorite beverage in two seconds. Forget shotgunning and beer funnels. This beer syringe will make you the life of the party. So the great advertising, great, uh, great you're, slogans. You're going to get all the chicks by drinking like an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm just imagining this like people fucking it up and it turning into a wet t-shirt contest. Because <laughs> chicks just love really, really drunk guys at a party. Yeah, and they just love drenching themselves. Like, oh, I'm so excited to go to the party so I can see those extremely drunk guys. <laughs> so this ingenious drinking device allows you to down your beverage in a matter of seconds, instantly giving you a great party starter. Okay. Um, so Ooh. they have some steps here. It says remove the mouthpiece and fill with your favorite beverage. Uh, step two, put mouthpiece back on and push air out of the tube. Step three, while holding the mouthpiece firmly with one hand, place end cap against a wall or other stationary surface and press firmly when ready to drink. And the the demonstration for this is literally <laughs> like they show the character oh my God. like leaning literally into the wall with the against the wall. So this is a very like depraved. That is thing. lewd. And just like, impale yourself. It really with looks a beer like he's syringe. just like shredded on like a, a recorder or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, the next paragraph says no introduction needed. Acting like a giant syringe, only without the pain in your arm and the hatred for your doctor. The beer stick is so easy to use. You'll amaze your friends with your drinking abilities. How, how, what do you think it would feel like to inject yourself with 24 ounces of beer into in your bloodstream? two seconds. You'd feel very bloated. You'll amaze, you'll amaze your friends. And then you'd explode. They'll be amazed you're not in the hospital. <laughs> you'll wonder why your stomach hasn't exploded. <laughs> um, the friction fit mouthpiece allows the liquid to flow at a constant pace to ensure a smooth, enjoyable chug. Everybody's I love looking my for that smooth chug experience. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of like the cigarettes back in the forties that they would advertise as like, oh, this the world's smoothest cigarette. It's, and is then they it get smooth this one with like a rough chug. chug. Oh, that worst feeling when you when you chug too much and it like actually hurts going down. Uh, next paragraph, he says, "Let's go." The beer stick is crafted from high quality materials. It's durable, discreet, and small enough to fit in the backpack. The friction, blah 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 blah. It's crafted from ivory. Uh, then there's one final picture that I'm going to show you. It just says "Beer Bros," and it's like three dudes just oh hanging out look with these, one of the beer syringes. Look at these three gents having a normal one. It's like yeah. sippy cups almost. Uh, someone wrote, "Do you need to cup the balls when using this product, or is it just sufficient to work the shaft?" <laughs> <laughs> that's like the number one question Please. on here yeah you just, you just need to focus all of your attention around the tip it's the most sensitive you'll get the most um you, you'll get uh ropes of uh beer if you uh yeah shoot can, it. can you upvote that comment i could but then it would probably affect my uh, amazon suggestions uh. for the next uh, 10 years <laughs> uh so the one of the answers uh this comes from jonathan decorek so thank you jonathan for replying to this thank he you wrote, Mr. He wrote, cupping helps with the full load, but working the shaft is optional. Definitely you should use lubrication, and who the hell cabs anymore? I don't know what that cabs? means. Is that like a Britishism or something? Who cabs? Is, is when do you, uh, who uses cabs anymore? Drink a thick rope of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut, cut that one. Yeah, no, I like that one. <laughs> uh, someone wrote, why is this $40 and $20 on your website? It's $40? Uh, yeah, it's forty dollars on Amazon. Wow. And it's only twenty dollars on the beer stick website. So if you guys are in the market for a beer stick, you can get it for twenty dollars. Go to the develop, go to the site. If you want the premium alcohol poisoning experience, yeah, the, the rest of the questions are pretty stupid. Uh, a lot of this is a fairly well reviewed product. It has a four point one out of five review. Damn. So it must be doing something right. I honestly think it probably just works. So and all the good reviews real. are probably like it works. It works. And so it I want to read the bad reviews where people talk about like either they got too drunk or it like fails. Five out of five. It works. They, they got it stuck One out of in five. Their throat. It doesn't work. <laughs> Somebody definitely got it stuck in their throat. Okay, this is uh, actually very bad. Uh, Matthew Hilton wrote, "Doesn't actually work." This oh. was bought as a gag gift in hopes that it could be used on a birthday beach trip and force one unsuspecting friend to try it. It does not work. It cannot be used practically. The tube won't slid, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> Funny idea, but not nearly worth the money to give as a gift for someone to laugh at and never get one funny memory out of it. Zero out of ten. Tube won't slid. 
I tried this once at a friend's party. It was tons of fun. Super easy to use. Everybody loved it. This is also a review from... Was um, that a one-star review? This is a one-star review from Amazon customer. And it's like very, very positive. Yeah. It's like everybody <laughs> loved it. But then they say, I ordered one and I had to complete opposite experience. I tried to use this product a few times now, but it's been horrible every single time. Oh, wow. Everybody yeah. loved it. It was terrible. Uh, didn't work or hold together well. Ended up spraying beer all over my kitchen during yeah. a party. I can imagine that. Yeah, the it's like explosion. A, it's like an, the beach is probably the better place to do that at. The first yeah. guy was better. Big piece of shit waste of money. Doesn't slide smooth and have to push way too hard. I even use dish soap on O-rings. Can't get it to slide tro. Big piece of shit. Imagine filling it with dish soap. <laughs> like blowing bubbles. Like if you swear way too much, your mom loads up the uh, the beer <laughs> stick with dish soap and just fucking blasts you to the kingdom come. Loads up the beer plug. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean it's pretty self self evident, self explanatory. So I I got something that definitely should not have been made. Uh, it does not need to exist. It's uh Mountain Dew Cheetos from Japan. Mountain Dew Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, it's Mountain Dew Cheetos. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is Cheetos. I don't you put it in your mouth and it tastes like Mountain Dew. That's that's heresy. It sounds more like a Mountain Don't if you ask me. <laughs> so he starts blasphemy. So. I like spaceships. They represent what's out there, the great unknown, the vast expanses of the galaxy and the universe. It saddens me that the National Space Program, program. <laughs> the National Space Program is in such a state of decline. If we don't continue to expand our presence into the local group, how will we terraform and colonize Mars? How are we True. going to make forced contact? What will we even do? What will we do? He's like, oh my god, what will we, we do? Us. The answer is that none of these things are going to happen. <laughs> and we need something else to motivate us. And I believe that motivation is snack food. We're going to run out of food ideas. Snack Who wrote food. this? This is, um... Steve. Steve? Is this a review? <laughs> what is this? This, this is an Arctic view. <clears throat> is this um from the, the so, vaunted uh, website called, uh... Starts with an R... Uh, no, but I have, there actually is, there's, this one only goes on for a little bit longer, but there is another very haunted website that does give a review of it. Mm. Oh, is this the fourth channel? No, no, it's the, picture the exact opposite of fourth channel. The eighth channel. Tumblr. No, 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 wrong opposite. <laughs> uh, the, the zero width channel? What is this, Hank? You have to give some sort of context. Like, I don't know if this is official correspondence between the company. This and is negative consumer. fourth channel. No, this is, this is some dude named Steve, some dude and he's writing Steve. about Mountain Dew Cheetos. And he's like, dude, he's just giving his review. Okay, keep reading. He's giving his review. So it's Cheetos cheese that tastes like mountain. Okay, go on, go on. So, like, he says, you know, the nose grope of these Cheetos is very intensely citrus. The nose grope? Yeah, I don't know what that means, but apparently it just, when you eat them, it, they grope your nose the, in a very heavy, powerful way. That's a powerful grope. word. Nose Sniff. grope. Yeah, that's yeah. sensitive. But he says it is intensely, intensely citrus. Well, it's like when you nose grope wine. Oh, just like oh. swirl under your nose. And it's also, it's when you no scope. No, for me, it's the word nose grope. <laughs> That's the powerful part. <laughs> it sounds way too much like no scope. Yeah. <laughs> so the flavor of recreation they were going for falls a bit short of their goal. There's initial blast of sour lemon flavor that is followed by some underlying sweetness, but the lemon flavor is so ungodly artificial, and it tastes very not good. Sours too much. And that's like that's the basic of his review, but I I just want to get to the haunted review. So this is a uh, this is Kotaku, which I think is pretty much the opposite of Fortune. Right? Yeah, that's pretty haunted. Kotaku is a uh, haunted, definitely. Yeah. They've they've died so many times and been resurrected. I don't know what part of them is still. It's a ghost town. But yeah, so Kotaku Kotaku's review of it is back away slowly, America. These flavors, they aren't for your kind. Do not follow me into the madness These that awaits Mountain Dew flavored Cheetos. <laughs> These are not natural flavors. They're artificial, if you will. Kotaku had it. Okay. The, why is it Kotaku? Because so Kotaku weird. actually doesn't focus on video games at all. Because that's like the least of their <laughs> like content. Kotaku? More like... Bro, fuck you. <laughs> Damn. Bro, fuck you. But he says that this thing is petulant. It is... It is. Imagine taking something so good as Mountain Dew and Cheetos, but then making it both Mountain Dew. It's haunted. Truly, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> That's just how I was thinking about it. So it, it it's Cheetos, but it just tastes like Mountain Dew. So you're eating solid, solid Mountain Dew. Just and solid they're carbonated. <laughs> He says, imagine... What's so great about this product, it is so, it is so badly choreographed what it is that 
even after reading the past review, Fred and I still don't know what it is at all. Like, yeah. is it just a neon and like citrusy, is crunchy it like, thing? Like, is it? Like, I don't. Have, is it like a lemon finger? Like, is I have it no a, idea. Is it like a Jolly Rancher? Lemon? Yeah. Kind is of it thing? cheese still? Like, what Does even? It still have so, cheese on it. So imagine they basically describe it as this. Imagine if you take Pop Rocks and combine it with a Cheeto. What? But so it's just a starchy, garbagey kind of like filler thing. Covered in sugar. Covered in sugar. Yes. Instead covered of cheese, in substitute sugar. lemons. Because if if somebody gave you this, you wouldn't think this is a Mountain Dew Cheeto. You think this is a lemon. This is a lemon flavored Cheeto. So it's covered in like lemon dust. It's a lemon dust. Wow. Okay, so it's literally a corn puff covered in lemon dust. It's a lemon dust corn puff. That's that just. That's insane. Are, I'm already marked out. Like I would want to try these though. He says it's like <laughs> imagining eating a, a very nice steak. But when you put it in your mouth, it has a consistency of oyster jelly. Yeah, that's that ain't it, Chief. <laughs> a nice steak. As we're speaking, someone is desperately stockpiling these because it's their favorite thing they've ever eaten. <laughs> they're afraid they're never gonna be able to eat it. Like, yeah, I need my they know it's going to be taken off the market. <laughs> no, it already is. It was. It was a short run. It, is, we, it already you can't. No one can ever taste this. Upon can we, can we look up if anybody's selling a bag of lemon Cheetos on eBay or something? No. <laughs> I, will not, I will not pollute the internet anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. It's Cheetos. They taste bad, and they're lemon flavored. Who thought of that? I don't know, but it, it's from um somebody else's turn. Sounds like uh, an idea that you would have. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why I found it. Fate. Fred, what do you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I forget why, but we mentioned boobs earlier. Um, <laughs> I don't think we did. It, it was it was in passing. It was some weird. I think it was in the last episode we talked uh, a lot. I think you mentioned boobs. Did I? Who said the boob word? I mean, Fred. <laughs> maybe it was so like we were, I did just now. Maybe we were watching Drake and Josh. <laughs> you boob. And I was uh, I was just browsing uh, Amazon for new office products. New office products for your new office. For your new office. And uh, I found a hillbilly boob job kit. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's just a, a plastic container with two balloons in it, and you uh, fill them up and put them in your shirt. And this is something. This is an office product. Oh, so this falls into the same category as paper clips. This, yeah, this is an office product, guys, and it's seven ninety nine. And uh, make sure to give it to everybody in your office. What if you bump into somebody? Do your boobs explode? <laughs> it does say to avoid sharp objects. Is this like sexual harassment if you buy this and give it to someone in the office? I, I would assume so. I would so. have to think so. <laughs> yeah, it must be. I would hope so. Do they tell you to like share it? You get share one boob and you get the other. A coworker, an acquaintance. <laughs> yeah, you buy can... this, put this in your secret Santa, your, your Yankee swap at work. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of funny though. Like, it's just a dumb product. Like, you know, they're just repackaging regular balloons. Mm. The other uh, header this was under was Redneck Favors. Redneck Favors? Yeah. The like best a, kind like of a favor, like a I gift. gave your girl a redneck favor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I the, fixed your tractor. <laughs> <laughs> it does actually say caution, avoid sharp objects on the on the wrapper. Yeah, but this also spawned a bunch of other office products that were new boob job cards. So like someone who got implants at work, you just give them a card. That's also sexual harassment. Yeah. congratulations <laughs> on your boob implants. <laughs> Oh my I, God. I can't picture that going well on an HR meeting. Imagine having a boob implant party. It's like it's like the reverse of a baby shower. Yeah, that's no it wouldn't be. <laughs> That'd be if the baby was going back in. But they're, they're going <laughs> they're going for like the joke approach. Like congratulations on your temporarily new boobs. They're really going for the <laughs> joke approach on this. <laughs> yeah, they're trying so hard. I can't believe they're they're broaching the subject in a humorous way. Breast of luck. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> You're the breast. I'm, I'm having like a war flashback to last episode. I'm 99% happy for you and your new boobs and 1% jealous. Really? Yeah. I don't think jealousy is a good card, like a good card <laughs> to hand someone for any reason. And we got one more segment for you. It's release the presses. Oh, here they come! Please don't. No more questions oh, about Jeffrey yeah, Epstein. Please. I'm done. I want my process. I'm done with the royal family. I'm going away. I'm going Prince Philip's alive. I'm taking my ball and I'm going to wait. I'm becoming a lumberjack. I'm going to Vancouver to hang out with my cool husband. And I'm going to walk the dog and, and walk the baby. Well, I have a pet beaver. Horns, 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 horns. 
Point I wish I was uh, eating uh, fish and chips with Piotr right now. Give me, give me fish and chips and Cheetos with lemongrass and... Yes. Point. Release the presses where we read a press release. Thank you to the, the Herald Trumpets for that great performance. Uh, really love those guys Rest and their so trumpets. Fabulous. Point, point, point. So, in this episode of Release the Presses, we have Bandai Nam... No, let me start over. Bandai America launches new Pac-Man Tamagotchi device. Pac-Man and Tamagotchi collaborate to celebrate 40 amazing years of Pac-Man. What better way to celebrate 40 years of Pac-Man than uh, Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. Okay, so do you play Pac-Man and in order to keep him alive, he has to eat those power pellets? Well, uh, let me continue reading. (laughs) Don't overthink it, Fred. (laughs) This and all things will be revealed in this reading. So this comes from El Segundo, California, uh, dated January 23rd, 2020. Tamagotchi, a household name and one of the largest toy brands of all time, is no stranger to collaboration. This year, they've teamed up with Pac-Man to bring fans a new experience in honor of Pac-Man's 40th anniversary celebration. The Tamagotchi device will star Pac-Man as the virtual pet character with iconic Pac-Man features. Now you can virtually starve him. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic Pac-Man features like yellow and mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Now you can officially starve Pac-Man. I think Hank is right. Um, He he eats blue balls. No, he eats yellow balls. (laughs) He eats white balls. Are Are they they like little Pac-Mans? I thought they were yellow pellets. No. The, oh, no, is, you are the, right. Isn't the power pellet blue? No, no, no. They're, oh, it, they're turns, it turns the ghost blue. That's what it is. Yeah. The new Tamagotchi will be available for pre-sale January 23rd and on store shelves from March 15th, 2020. Tamagotchi has been an incredible brand for Bandai America for the last 22 years. So I'm going to read the Pac-Man Tamagotchi features. Raise and nurture your Tamagotchi character with the help of Pac-Man. Oh, oh, oh so he's like the father figure or the uncle. Are yeah. you married to Pac-Man? Uncle Pac-Man. Is this uncle like a Pac-Man, Pac-Man dating simulator? Like the Gandalf. It's actually you get to play as Mrs. Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and this are is are you like, raising little Pac-Man? No, Pac-Baby. Uh, it says Pac-Man will save your Tamagotchi character from ghosts and bugs. Feed your Tamagotchi rice or Pac-Man's favorite cherries. Raise your Tamagotchi character from egg to baby to adult. Seven characters included, which is determined by how you take care of your Tamagotchi character. Two Pac-Man mazes to choose from, yellow and black. Yo, <laughs> wow. They have both That's of the classic a lot. mazes. The classic maze is the yellow one and the black one, you know. <laughs> it's just a black screen. Yeah, so this is just a really crazy product. Uh, like, anyone was... Like, Tamagotchis have not been relevant for nearly 15 years, I would say. I, they were At very relevant decade, for yeah. one period of like three months when it was like <laughs> yeah. everyone had them. It my, got really popular yeah. in the 90s and then kind of fell off. Yeah. My father uh, actually took my sister's Tamagotchi to work with him while she was at preschool so she, he could keep it alive for Ooh. her. My, no way. <laughs> my, my birth father actually is a, is a Tamagotchi. How do you keep him alive? I haven't seen you feed him in the past three hours. Does he keep you alive? Why would I keep my dad alive? What are you talking about? <laughs> you have to feed the Tamagotchi every like 10 minutes or else it'll die. <laughs> feed dad or he will die. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feed my dad peanuts. <laughs> you got to feed him Pac-Man pellets or Pac-Man's favorite cherries. <laughs> yeah, watch the movie Parasite. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That is really yeah. if you've seen the movie. Uh, yeah, so that's basically all I have for Release the Presses this week. Just uh, keep your eyes peeled for that thing. Keep your eyes peeled, your lips sealed, your knees Loose lips and, and your, ships. Uh... And your packs open. Yeah. No listener mail this week, but if you have something to send us, any sort of Amazon or any sort of website, basically anything web-related we'll take. If you want to reach out to us, send an email to crentfresh at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Follow us on YouTube, yeah. where Alex will hopefully upload a new set of clips soon. Someday. Yeah. And uh, if you want to follow me, you can go to at Hammock at twitter.com. You can find me at Booms. You can find me at my new handle, it's Foncho Huddy, at Twitter. Really? Yeah, I'm now at it's Honcho Fuddy. Um, no, Foncho Huddy. There's no <laughs> apostrophe. You, you, it's just ITS clear, Foncho Huddy. All right, one more for the fans. It's Foncho Huddy. <laughs> nice. So, Badminton Boys, yeah, gone too soon. Badminton Boys, it still lives on at... It's Foncho Huddy. He's gone with the, <laughs> gone with the presses. And Fred, you're you're game. still sort of using Twitter, so whatever. I, uh, I can I can make a thing on no, Twitter sometimes. No, no, just keep listening to Crent Fresh <laughs> if you want to hear more from Fred. 
big thank you to Bulldata for the use of our theme song, Roadhouse Ruse. And uh, thanks to Big Man Tyrone for the voiceover work. Stay crazy. Stay crazy and stay current. Go fucking Stay fresh. He said he sleeps like four hours a night, so for 21 hours of the day, he's just singing a song.